0: My name is Dan Jackson and this is James B and this is localist politics politics made simple and easy to understand for the common man. Well James let's talk about fear today. With uh, politics is local, local is politics and fear is all about politics.
1: Fear is everywhere. You know before these last two elections that we had you really didn't connect fear a lot of times with politics. But after 45 and after the way that things are going this year with all the different, um, what would you call them? You want to call them election deniers or we want to call them liars or we want call them fabricators. But I think the general technical term for them is election deniers. And one of the things they're running on to try to control everybody is fear. Because exactly. they don't have a lot of policy but they put out a lot
0: of fear. Exactly. Uh, and Honestly, you know, from a political standpoint, that's smart politics. Yeah, you know? that's how you get people to vote. Fear is a base, primal um, instinct. Mm-hmm. You know, it's ever since the you know, dawn of man. You know, uh, we've used. You know, fear is important. You know, to, to help you survive. Uh, and politicians, really, politicians on both sides, uh, can you? Utilize fear in, in motivating people to vote, but we really find and have it's it's just become so noticeable to mm-hmm. me over the last several years. Uh, I, and I don't even understand why other people don't realize that they're just they're just raking up your fears. You because know, a just, lot of
1: times you think about a lot of the pressure that a lot of people have been on. Think about we just came out of the COVID right situation, and we had other economical situations inside. So a lot of times your everyday common person is barred down with just the kitchen table issues. But what I think kind of happened is that the other side of the aisle, you know, call them out and say Republicans, were not being successful on their policy issues. But when that candidate number 45 came around, yeah, he noticed exactly. he was able to activate something different that people fear. Exactly right. You know, and like you said, it is a primary instinct. You know, you think about all of us are made with a fight or fight response. Yeah, you know, uh, and when you hear it, even though you're hearing it, it's not something physical that's uh, happening to you in your mind. It's going to be something that either you're going to stay and deal with the situation or it's going to run you off. But it's going to cause some type of action, some type of motion in you. And I think that's why a lot of politicians uh, use it, because you want your people to want to mobilize your people, you know. And if you can't mobilize them with uh, political issues, you can always find somebody else to blame for the situation that
0: somebody else is into. You know, yeah, I'm gonna tell you guys something shocking, and All I say right. you guys, everybody, because is here; she's our producer, and she just refuses to talk. But hi, everybody. Yeah, there we go. We finally got her, got her on the record. Um, I'm gonna tell you guys something that's gonna shock you. All right, there. There is one impressive thing about Trump that. After all of this craziness of the last six six years or so, I still have held on to that this was impressive. And it goes back to what you were talking about there, how he realized he. Because I think that the way the story goes, he was had started this election. He was, uh, you know, it was it was the uh, primary with, with all those eight or ten other Republicans that were running, and and he went to somebody back in New York, somebody either in media or something. And had this conversation where he said, I have discovered something out here. I have discovered something that works. And the reason that I'm impressed by it is because he's a salesman. That's all he's ever been, is a promoter. He's not he has no policies, he has no depth of character, he's just a salesman. Just sales. Right. And he but he realized if he could beat that drum of fear, and it was it was illegal immigrants bringing drugs in and violent. They're coming over the border. And it was radical Islamic terrorists. And it was Christians being killed overseas and they're going to come here. It was all those things. He he told this guy, he was like, I felt this. The crowds are just going crazy. And I'm just going to keep doing that over and over and over again. For me as a business person, sales experience, I recognize that. Mm -hmm. That is when you've got Product you got a sales pitch that you have found to be successful. That's what you do. Mm-hmm. You just throw that pitch out. Boom, boom, boom. Close that sale. Okay. And so that now I say, I, I, say <laughs> I respect that little part of it. I don't respect what he said, and I don't respect uh, the result of that. It was what well, might be good business is definitely not uh, being a good human being. Right. Right. But you know
1: what Trump did, a lot of us think that Donald Trump was the first politician uh, to use that type of uh, politics. But you can go back to uh, Richard Nixon, right? Uh, You can go back further. You can go back to Stalin and Mao Zedong. You can go back to uh, Athens and the the Spartans. Uh, And and let's let's use that right there uh, for an example. Right there, you have a battle that's going to happen between the Athens and the Spartans. Okay, And to get the Spartans ready For the battle They didn't tell and talk to the Spartans About how strong they were And why they were so powerful And so it should be an easy Win against the Athens What they did was they told the Spartans The complete opposite They said hey you know them Athens they're some bad dudes You know we think we good But they two times better than us They fed them full of lies So what it did it made the Spartans go harder and of course, when the battle popped off, the smarters demolished them, right? Because of the fear right. of being defeated, right? If you look at what what's going That's on, it.
0: they probably said they probably said things like, uh, you, "Your women, you got if they win, your women are your women. gonna be a, be you know pillaged and your children mm-hmm. and take all your homes, lose and
1: your toys,
0: yeah." Yeah, lose well,
1: your culture. All those things that's intangible. You know, you, you got to think about it. Uh, it's something that'll make everybody fight. And most of the time, it's their spouse. It's their loved one. It's their children. Right. You know, now, the way that uh, I don't know if you want to say that the actual laws and rules uh, to war, uh, but normally in a war that the U.S. is uh, into, even if their enemies switch you and they capture you, they're not going to supposedly assault your women rape the women, take the culture from you. That's not what they do. Yeah. That, that, that's not what's supposed to go on in war, because what it does is it destroys and it erases a whole society.
0: Dehumanizing. Dehumanizing, yeah. right?
1: And, and speaking yeah. about dehumanizing, that, that, that's what Trump did a lot of times.
0: Right, exactly.
1: You know, uh, he, he would take an issue. L- l- let's t- go simple. Let's go and say, let's talk about the economy. Everybody want to talk about the economy. Everybody think that he was a great businessman, even though he's been bankrupt plenty of times, right? Uh, but let's say, you say, okay, well, you know, we, we, we you need more jobs, but you know, you can't get no jobs. Now, this is what Trump would do. Instead of saying, we can't employ you because we don't have enough uh, companies in the area that's hiring, uh, not because we need to bring more education in and maybe get you trained on some newer jobs. You know, he, he's not going to say, that's going to give you a better income. He's going to say, you know, you don't have a job because it is invasion from these Latinx and these Mexicans yeah. coming across the border, exactly. they gonna steal exactly. your job. So, so you're only struggling at home, and it's hard for you to put any, uh, food on the table because this invasion of these Mexicans coming across the border, right? Right. And, and what it does is to somebody who don't have a whole lot of time to sit down and what you were talking about earlier, go back and look at it, analyze. What think the about issue, it. and think about what the real issue is. They get caught up, you know. People are real emotional. You get caught up in your emotion. And first you say, "Yeah, I knew it wasn't my fault. It's their fault." And now, once you do that, you you, you change you, you change the game because now you're not looking at an issue. You're starting to target people, and now you're starting to blame this set of people for your situation. Start saying, "Well, you know what? Uh, we both live in a low economy." <laughs> <laughs> Neighborhood. Right. You know? Uh, uh, both of us have to drop out of school to take care of right. mama and daddy. You, we, we don't want to look at those things and say that those could have been things that push both of us back. It's easier than what, what some people do in politics and what we're talking about uh today when you use fear, you say, Hey, it's not that you dropped out of school and had a hard life. It's that Mexican guy's fault. Yeah. Or it's that black guy's right. We
0: wanna use we uh you know, uh, they want to make it uh, that fear easy for people. They want to make it even, you know, more uh, clear cut,
1: mm-hmm.
0: more simple. Mm-hmm. They want to say it's the black guys' fault, right. or it's the or it's the immigrants' fault, it's the uh, Mexican guys' fault. Mm-hmm. When, yeah, and it divided along racial lines. When really, you know, just because uh, they're living in a they're in a tough socioeconomic condition, mm-hmm. such like you said. I mean, it could, it could be because of systemic reasons, right. but it could also just be because of lack of education, mm-hmm. uh, lack of opportunity in, in these certain populated areas. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, so that's, yeah, it's devilish. I mean, we see that all the time here. That's, that's something in the rural area that you see all the time. You know, you know that it's not, anybody knows it's not black, Mexican, or white. Yeah. In a poverty situation. Right. It is all <laughs> of us. It is everyone. It does not discriminate. Right.
1: And but we no, but, but the but problem is you can't win. Well, some people think they can't win an election by right. saying that. Right. You know, some people feel like, well, we're not gonna really uh address the issues. We're not gonna take time and guess what? Maybe have to reach across the aisle and get some ideas from them guys to come together because guess what? We're being affected by they being affected by, just like we said, uh, blacks being affected by whites, minorities, women, right, rich, poor, right? So, I mean, you gotta have a melting pot to come together. Uh, but the way politics are right now, you can't come together or you're a traitor. Exactly. Right? Exactly. And, 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 if you, you, you better not say that this Republican had a good idea and you're a Democrat or vice versa. Right? And we, we most definitely know vice versa. Look what they did to this chain, right? right? Strong, strong. Right. Right. Re- Republicans, because she still She's nothing lower. but
0: a Republican.
1: Her whole life
0: Everything she's ever <laughs> voted on, right. Right. I don't think you and I would ever no. consider voting right. for. And
1: she voted with Donald Trump most of the time. Yeah. The only time she ever stood up was when he did what? Start using fear to go to an insurrection, to guess what? <laughs> Throw, overthrow the country.
0: Say, hey, flag. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> exactly. are all sides. Yeah, uh, off sides. This is not on any side. Yeah, you no, know, this isn't left or right. Really offside.
1: Really offside. Yeah. Uh, uh, but you know, man, with, with all of that being said, you know, uh, it's an effective political tool when you don't see it coming. Yeah, exactly. exactly. When when you don't know it's fear that they're using and you really start, you really believe that, oh, uh, maybe it is. You got too many working women. You know, uh, maybe it is, uh, uh what about this man? I know you've seen, I know kind of jumping off, of it, it's all kind of uh related. Uh how now they say, uh, well with Ukraine, if we take back how? we we not gonna fund yeah. <laughs> right? We are not gonna fund them. Right? Uh it, it's all these other little things that you get caught up in because you start looking at uh do we wanna say uh tribalism and uh uh political uh, partisanship. uh you, you run back to your group. And exactly. The only thing that's important to you is that one in particular uh group.
0: Uh but that's not what make America no. What well, it is? No, uh, yeah, if we, I think we all know what makes America great has been your freedom of opportunity that we've had since the very beginning, and we've had to ship away and give more people access to that freedom of opportunity. But that's what it's about too, because as we have found, the more immigrants, the more voices that we listen to, the more perspectives that we listen to. That's why we are the. That's that's why we. Uh, are tech are the technological leaders of the world. Mm-hmm. It's because we are looking at different perspectives. We and and we are growing because of that. Because of that. And yeah. that's why China doesn't develop new technologies. Mm-hmm. It's the US <laughs> that develops new tech, technologies. Heck, it's why Sweden doesn't. Yeah. You know, that's why they don't yeah. <laughs> they don't do a lot of new technology. Now Germany Germany has, you know, Back in the back in the day, we know the history of Germany, but they have been open to immigration and, and brought immigration in. They recognize that that you need new voices and you need new thought processes and you need new perspective.
1: It, it's the only way to evolve. It's kind of like that old saying: "Uh, no man can be an island by himself." Right. You know. Yeah, no man is uh, an island. It, it, it's not gonna work. Uh, but you know what's so crazy about it? What me and you are talking about is a rational conversation. Right. Right. Uh, but when you're talking about in 2022 and you're talking about conservative uh, politics, all those things that we just talked about that we say enhance the U.S., they say that's what's destroying it. Exactly. You know, uh, yeah. too much, uh, how can I say this and be polite, too much non-European migration into the right. U.S. is negative. Yeah. Which... Uh, uh, for the U.S., right? Uh but all of us, <laughs> right? All of us come from someplace.
0: place. It's really staggering when you when you really go back and study, you know, the history of the last hundred and fifty years, and you look back at the at the Irish immigration. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Irish, they were, <laughs> they were uh, um, vilified. Mm-hmm. Irish, yeah, <laughs> Italian people never think about that. About that, mm-hmm. they were. I mean, it's it's um, America has lived in this fear or has promoted this fear, and and the people that we have brought over have done nothing but enhance our way of life. Mm-hmm. As long as soon as we, as soon as we drop, you know, drop that right. fear. So fear right. is this primal instinct that. If you don't get a hold of in your own individual life, you will it it, it will cause you to make horrible decisions. It's make paranoid, man. Yeah, yeah. I mean, where do we think QAnon? Where do we think these mm-hmm. you know, all of these conspiracy theories uh, come from? It's it's the same thing. It's it's and,
1: and, and look how much look how that QAnon situation took hold. Now, a lot of times, can hear me up, I'm no Donald Trump fan at all, right? But a lot of times, you want to say, "Well, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump, Donald Trump." QAnon was bigger than Donald Trump. QAnon had the numbers that pushed him and allowed him to make him think he could do whatever exactly. he wanted to do. Now, now think about this. Remember at one point in time, uh he didn't really acknowledge QAnon too much until right. so he saw what they could do. Then exactly. yeah, he yeah. said, Oh, shoot, sure. whatever he they say on the thing. <laughs> you know? Uh, but even again, that That was fear. Yeah. You know, uh, uh the fear, uh, we're talking about fear and we're talking about politics and there's just certain things that you have to say, uh, but I kind of want to put a disclaimer out (laughs) Uh, before I say it, because I'm not saying that all of any group thinks one way about anything. Uh, But uh, when you look at European conservative politicians, okay, uh, Somehow in the growth that we've had as a country, they feel like it's an attack on replacing them, getting them out the way. Uh, for some reason, they don't see a way that we could coexist. Uh, but if they're no longer uh, the majority in control by the numbers, it's a problem and now everything is going to go wrong. And they spill out politics and I don't even want to say politics because it's, it's propaganda. Right. Uh, it is what it is. They throw out, but they throw out all this propaganda, uh, to try to protect something that people are not even trying to destroy. (laughs) That's
0: right. That's right.
1: (laughs) Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah, I. I've never. It's very difficult for me to understand the uh, knee jerk reaction that that people had to in 2000. Quite frankly, I think in 2008 to Barack Mm -hmm. Obama's election. That's where it started. Yeah.
1: I, I really believe uh, that that's where it started because something happened uh, that a lot of people thought would never happen.
0: I keep know? thinking, I always go back to, uh, and I, wasn't, I didn't really like uh, that version of rap at that time in the 90s. But in, was it NWA's uh, uh-huh. album that was Fear of a Black Planet? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, at the time, I remember the time I, I was more into Pearl Jam. <laughs> At that time but and I so that album came out and I was like man, that's, that's a crazy that is crazy that's a crazy uh, name why would that be you know mm-hmm. uh, what do I know 1992 whatever. Yeah. but uh but you know in 2008 it really man that hit home I'm like oh my gosh it's 2010 the Tea party I'm like this is yeah. exactly what it is it is it is fear of a black planet by this group of people For fear of any Non-European plan,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, N.W.A. Because I don't even think that African American black got the monopoly on being hated. <laughs> <laughs> no, definitely not. Definitely you know, not. Uh, they hate against LGBTQ, right? Yeah. Uh, Jewish people, I, 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 I don't
0: understand. I don't that. understand it at all. <laughs> you know, I, I, I and can't, that's Kanye. I, I can't. And Kyrie Irving. I mean, mm-hmm. I will, now I will say this: Kyrie Irving a couple years ago, and this is when I. Mm-hmm. I became not the Kyrie Irving fan. It's when on a radio show, he thought the Earth was flat. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. he was one of the flat Earthers. Yeah, he, he's flat Earth guy. And uh, I'm like, uh, wait a minute. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's when I started reconsidering. Uh, battle, you know, whatever team he was on, I'm not making not a place in a bet on that team. <laughs> I was a little worried. Uh, but yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah that, that's the whole thing with Kanye and and the, and the anti Semitic. I mean, mm-hmm. what is what is How it? does that continue? You know, and, and that's now
1: nah, okay. Just look at that. Uh, what well, we have been talking about European type of politicians, Let's look at what uh Kanye West is doing. What well, he's throwing out is fear, exactly. It, it, it's the same thing, he's just directed it towards another group, right? Uh, but the thing that's so funny. You know, uh thing that's funny to me about it. I say I'm not gonna say it's facts, but to me, it's funny. You was cool with them on your come up. <laughs> Those are the people that you put around you and made your staff, your team, these people that's gonna push you through, yeah. right? Yeah. That's who you went to the top with, you made all this money with Star wearing these crazy boots, and doing all this other obscene yeah. yeah. stuff, right? Now you're hanging out with now. Look at the connection. Now he's hanging out with Candace Owens. Now he's hanging out with a lot of really uh, extreme type of Republican thinkers. He's talking about one point in time. He talked about uh, buying that social media
0: site that they had, the uh, wow, yeah.
1: conservative social media site, oh, gotcha. uh, right. Parlor. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah. Parlor. Uh, what was it?
0: Parlor. Parlor.
1: Yes. Yeah. He, he, he was going to buy that, right? So that kind of showed you where he at. And now he jump out. And he angry at the Jews. Right? Yeah. So so you kind of put it together. You know, uh, you know how you talked about early days and you say how you keep hearing it over and, over and over and over. the repetition, you know what I'm saying? It brainwashes you. You you get caught up in hearing so much type of thing where you hear it so much. You say, Well, hell, it must be. If you be true.
0: If I, I don't know if I think i I know I've probably bored you guys with this story before, but Back when I was still a Republican, back again in those early '90s, late '80s, I was I was on the road in rural Tennessee all the time, and I'm listening to Rush Limbaugh because it was the only thing on. It. I had some CDs, you know, I could put in some music or whatever. Mm-hmm. But back in the back in those days, there was no, there's you know, very little media coverage in in rural areas, so I'm listening to uh, Rush Limbaugh a lot, and he was kind of funny, and but then it. A- after you listen to it for hours and hours a day, months and months, mm-hmm. weeks and weeks, months and months, the next thing you know, you're sitting around uh, a table, hanging out, talking with friends. And now you know every talking point. Mm-hmm. You know I got I every yeah. talking point I do. And I was like, No, no, that's not right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Hillary or Bill Clinton <laughs> or whatever it was. Yeah, back just then. repeat it back. And I had the talking points from that I was just spewing like. Mm-hmm. Like there were knowledge, but they were really just little bits of just little bits of fact. Yeah, yeah. Based with a whole lot of hyperbole. And,
1: and you know that's what uh, propaganda really is a lot of times. Yeah. You know they they don't grab something that's so far out in the moon that they know when you hear you like oh it's no way they take something and they got just a little bit of truth and say so maybe I did hear something like that. I yeah. think I did read that. I heard somebody yeah. talking about that. But then the other hundred pages of that story, it it ain't true, (laughs) right? It's not true. Uh, But you're talking about uh, the media, right? Conservative media, radio, um, they sat down and they studied this thing and they do this uh, intentionally. It's a very uh, planned out um, thing that they do. Uh, It it go all the way back to, uh, I, I was reading something to talk about back in the 60s, the John Birch. Society, Society,
0: yeah,
1: you know, uh, where they started off basically being after communists. Oh, we hate communists. Then all of a sudden, all those people that they hated, we said, but no, they're here now. They, 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 you know, these people are here now. Now, uh, for example, uh, the Civil Rights Movement, to them, was a form of communism. If, if you go along and give these people these rights, you, you're being a com- What? <laughs> right? But they knew this. They knew that Americans, guess what? hated communists.
0: So they said, "Well, we just connect them, Yeah, even though it's not really connected at all." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I know you don't like talk about NRA, but NRA does all kinds of fear stuff, mm-hmm. stuff like that. And that's uh, there was a gun bill that came up a couple of years ago that was bipartisan. Mm-hmm. They were gonna, uh, they were going to, oh, gosh, oh, they were gonna at gun shows and stuff like that. They were they were gonna start having background shows. and instead there was nothing about taking anybody's guns. It was none of that kind of stuff. But that's how the NRA countered. Mm-hmm. They instead instead of facts yeah. they went right back into their thing of oh, this is just the beginning of how they're gonna take your guns mm-hmm. and they do this. When really it was just about background checks like in stores, know. just gonna be at gun shows as well. Mm-hmm. And it's out, you know, yeah. It's it, I it's a lot of time off our primal. Industry. You know? Yeah, it's primal. It mm-hmm. always goes back to what is primal, and what is simple. Mm-hmm. It, it's and, and that's a good word. Yeah. Simple. That's a simple way of thinking. Yeah. About. It. Yeah. Fear is fear is simple. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's and it's it's across the globe. It's, it's in our backyard. I mean, that's what Putin does. It's mm-hmm. how that's how he disguised this war, which is, we can see yeah okay. we can we can now see how it can unravel mm-hmm. on you uh, putin doesn't allow his he, they ha, they they don't have any mainstream media over there they have one media putin's media mm-hmm. uh, they don't have um, you know any right to protest and you know it was all fine and everything when you know they were the grocery stores you know had had food but what we're seeing now is you know, real you know, uh, unrest. Yeah, uh, because you 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 you, know, you, you, you can't you, rule on fear and you're misinformation.
1: Ruling misinformation.
0: That th- that's it. Sooner or later,
1: the only way that fear politics work is when we don't know it, when we don't notice, we haven't caught on. Sometimes we get. Uh, it, it's just like when you get upset with somebody, you get all emotional, In the moments while you're emotional, you saying all type of stuff because you're just trying to hurt them back. You're trying to get your lick back. You know, you right. feel a certain type way. You're trying to project that. Over to them, but then when you have 10 15 minutes to walk away, or they walk away, and you sit back and think, Man, I didn't mean none of that exactly. You know, uh, fear politics always keeps you at that other realm, at that other limit. Uh, but what we have to do is say, uh, and I think what we should try to figure out now is once you know it's fear, and once you know that it's propaganda, then what do they do? How, how do you
0: counteract uh, that? With, you have to counteract it with, with reason. You know, that, you know, that, that's it. Uh, I, you have to encourage people to think, to sit back and think about it. Uh, a good example, uh, well, I mean, it, it, an example that I I always think of in politics, and it goes back to '88. It goes back to back to I voted for this. I voted for this guy. Uh, he was Republican. Uh, and that was George H.W. Bush back in, in 1988. Uh, and it was the William Horton ads or the Willie Horton ads. Right, right. I still remember it. I mean, I still remember that from 30 years ago. Um, and and basically what that was, uh, it was a – in Massachusetts, they had prison furloughs. Mm-hmm. And they would yeah, – a prisoner that had good behavior and had earned earned the right – could – Go could be furloughed for brief periods of time to visit family, to do things like this. It was a, a, for the most part, it was a successful program. Once it, I mean, there are literally tens of thousands of you know people who participated in that. Uh, But William Horton, who had been convicted of murder on circumstantial evidence, uh, was furloughed. And then didn't go back. Mm-hmm. And at some point, there was a pretty heinous you know, crime that he committed later. Well, guess who the first person to use that against? Mike DeCox, who was the governor of Massachusetts, who had had uh, resisted vetoing anything about the furlough program because it was being successful and, mm-hmm. and it was uh, decreasing the tension levels at prisons. That's, that's what it, that's the utilization of it. Uh, he vetoed anything he didn't want to do away with the program. The the first person to use it against him was Al Gore, in the Democratic primaries, mm-hmm. and then, and then Bush's people, Lee Atwater. I don't know if you remember him. He was pretty, yeah, he was pretty yeah. kind, of a, kind of a sleazy character. Uh, he seized upon it and they ran with it. And I think uh, in South Carolina and couple different places like that is where they really utilized it. And they would take this is this is where it's so bad. They they took a black and white photo. Well here's the really crazy part. They Lee Atwater changed William Horton's name to Willie Horton. Yeah. <laughs> That's the important thing people don't even realize. He did that. Mm-hmm. That's pretty horrible. Yeah. But then they would take a black and white photo of him uh, that was basically like a you know maybe a mugshot. And they would put the two candidates' pictures in color on both sides of them, two white candidates, and then they would run this ad saying that uh, Mike Dukakis was soft on crime. Mm-hmm. Obviously, fear politics. Fear of politics. <laughs> Obviously, racial fear. Fear of race. Mm-hmm. Uh, Say so it. I mean, it's used and if you're. And I, I mean, if you're voting, it's subtle. If it's subtle but if you're voting based on these things, you need to sit back and think about it in reverse. You if if that's what pops into your head, Willie Horton, you need you would have needed to think about it. I didn't think about it at the time. I, and, I, and I, I I regret that now. Um, but I think we all should.
1: Yeah, and you know, a thing that same story right there, uh talking about with fair politics, uh, they would take that one situation of somebody misabusing. The work these yeah. programs. Okay, that's why you gotta throw it.
0: Yeah, throw out hope.
1: You throw it. You, it know, out.
0: you throw the baby out with the uh, dishwasher. Right, or baby out with the bathroom. We ain't
1: count all the people right. that's been successful. Right. All the, and see that's the part that you gotta look at when you hear uh, this hate, the propaganda thrown out there. Go back and look at it, say, okay, uh, well if Willie did it, then how many more people did? Is, is that number? Is that number uh really low? Is that or is that the majority? Is is it a trend? Showing are more people not coming back? Or, you know, is, right. is it working in here and there? Because you got to think about this. Uh, nothing's going to be 100%. Right. You know? Uh, so if you're the politics and you're only going to vote for somebody because they always going to do the right thing, they always going to vote the way that you want them to do, they always going to bring up your issue first, that's not it. That that, that That's not uh, how it go. Politics is give and take. Um, and you got to be willing to give uh, but you're not going to give uh, if you believe in this fear that's out there, for example, you know, because you feel like, let's say, for example, uh, you, you brought the Willie story up and the uh, way that African-Americans sometimes can get portrayed uh, in the news. Um, if, if you look at it during those times, uh, a lot of the pictures of african American catches them at their very worst,
0: Oh Yeah.
1: right. But then it's projected This is this is how he lived. This, yeah. this is the type of standard uh, that he had. These type of things that they did never talked about the day before. <laughs> you know, how the guy may have been in school or may have been a married man or been uh, working, you know, doing this, that, mm-hmm. and this was just something odd. To him, because right. if you do that, you make him sound normal. Right. You, you make him sound like the white guy. Right. You make him sound like, you know, like yep. right that. Uh, but you can't lock him up if I make him sound normal. Exactly. I, I can't make him look like a monster if I make him sound normal. Uh listen to some of the things that uh the Republicans talked about, uh Democrats. Uh baby killers, right? Uh 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 child molesters, no, pedophiles. Thank you. Know, you. Know, right. All of exactly. us supposed to be pedophiles. Right. Uh because of this. Everybody hate a pedophile? Exactly. Exactly. Right, I, I I can't get you to be against this guy for the issue, what he stands for. But if I say he a pedophile, you might say, Well, hell, I don't know. I, I like Democrats, but not this one. Right? Because okay. now you start you start believing that. Uh, but what was the facts? You know, a lot of times when you hear fear or you hear something that just shocked your heart, shocked your soul, shake you up. Investigate it for yourself.
0: Right. You you have to in in today's climate. You have to because uh, somebody said about this the other day. Uh, you know, when the printing press was invented, Gutenberg you know, invented the printing press. Uh, they they immediately started editing the stuff they said, you know, there's mass communicating, you know, now all of a sudden. Uh, and then when television or when radio or television, there was always a boss, there was always, you know, uh, somebody in charge, advertisers and different things like that. And they needed to edit their content for, for the most part, true, right? But when the Internet kicked up and everybody could say anything and there is nobody to check it. And because of how you're leaning, uh, you want to hear things over and over that are negative toward one group. It makes you feel safe or comfortable for some reason. You can find yourself in a dark place. Yeah. I mean, that's what the internet is loaded with. Yeah. The NRA has a twenty-four hour news station on the internet. I mean, mm-hmm. what do you think they're talking about?
1: Yeah. And, <laughs> and people know the <laughs> end. They're run by the algorithm. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So, so exactly. if you'd have clicked on some nonsense nice, maybe once or twice, you know, to that algorithm, they say, "Well, this is what they want to see." So now they're going to
0: start flooding. Yeah, your it's time, just by like way. Google. Knows that you want to order. You clicked on a new pair of boots. Uh-huh. That's why you're seeing boots ads. Yeah, all of a sudden, yeah, it's album. It's the same <laughs> thing with your political thought yeah. and what you've been listening to. If you've been listening to stuff that was kind of, kind of dicey, mm-hmm. you know, on, on one way or the other, you know, and uh, then you are gonna see some ads for some other stuff that's even mm-hmm. a little bit more dicey. Uh-huh. And then the next thing you know, you. Had some stuff that was ninety percent truth you were listening to, mm-hmm. and now you're in, in. You're listening to stuff that's only ten percent true, right? Because you went down that rabbit hole. Mm-hmm. That's fear on the internet, and how you can any of us mm-hmm. can become indoctrinated.
1: Yeah, it, it, it's easy, and it happens so suddenly you don't know it. You know, until years later when you look back and say, "Man, I can't believe I used to think like that."
0: One thing I, you know, most of our listeners are going to be people that kind of that basically. I mean, we're going to have one or two that don't have the same opinion as us, you know, are, are not, are, are not, uh, progressive or democratic or mm-hmm. call cause. Uh, but I have a lot of friends who call themselves moderate Republicans. And I think a lot of our, a lot of anyone listening to this does too. If you got somebody that says they're a moderate Republican, mm-hmm. you need, you need to just discuss a little bit of what we talked about tonight. And that is fear. Yeah. If if, you, if they are voting, ask them this. All right, if the reason you're voting for Bill Lee or the reason you're voting for Kustoff or whoever is because of fear. If there's any subject you're thinking, whether it's immigration, whatever, think about it. Just moderate Republican, you think about that. Because so what they'll say is that I am moderate socially, a <laughs> liberal socially, but I'm conservative, you know, uh, fiscally. It, you know, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> well, think about the liberal. Think about the social stuff. And if you are, just talk to that moderate, moderate Republican and ask them, you know, what is your fear? What is that fear you're voting on? If there is a fear that is the reason you're going to vote for those, for a Kustav or for a Bill Lee, what is that fear? And then take a moment to analyze that fear and then maybe to do just like you just said. Read. Look back. Make sure that it's a hundred percent correct okay. before you cast your ballot. And this is local politics with Dan Jackson,
1: James B.